I'm making quick and easy recipes to spend as much time enjoying new mom life as possible. <laughs> Starting with my savory green pancakes for lunch. Then it's on to dinner mode with a one pot hearty funeral hot dish, a crunchy romaine salad with breadcrumbs and a simple dressing. And for dessert, Nick is gonna freak out over this. A no-bake treat with sprinkles, of course. Hey, this is me, Molly A. I'm a cookbook author and food blogger. This is my husband, Nick. And this is our home, our farm on the North Dakota-Minnesota border. The place where I eat, sleep, and breathe food. My food is a delicious mix of my Chinese and Jewish heritage and a taste of the Midwest. Nick and I have our hands full with little Bernie these days and we are loving every minute of it. Nick is playing with her today, so I am getting some work done on my blog. But first, I am gonna make a super simple lunch. My green pancake is fluffy like a crepe. It's gonna be filled with ham and cheese and Nick is going to love it. So to get started, I'm gonna make my green batter. What makes it green is a bunch of fresh herbs. This is a great way to use up extra herbs that you have lying around in the fridge. And it's just a mix of any soft herbs. So I'm using parsley, cilantro, dill, and mint. And they just lend such a beautiful, fresh flavor to the batter. So I'm gonna dump all of these into my blender. Next, I'm gonna add a cup of milk. Those herbs smell so good and fresh. This is the perfect way to start a Sunday morning. I'll get my top on and I'm just gonna blend this until it's very, very smooth. I love this color. Next, I'm gonna add two eggs, which will help hold it all together. This batter is so easy to make. And next, I'm gonna add two tablespoons of olive oil. And adding a little fat to my pancake batter will make them extra moist. A nice big pinch of salt and a few good cracks of fresh pepper. And then about a cup of flour. Now, this is honestly the type of batter that I will eyeball. It just has to be thick enough so that it holds together in the pan when it gets cooked. And I'll blend it until it's smooth. Mm. Smells so fresh from the herbs. My batter is smooth. I'm gonna let this sit while I prep my toppings. So pretty much any savory toppings will work in here. I'm using ham and cheese because Nick is obsessed with ham. If we had a boy, he wanted to name our son Ham. I wouldn't have let that happen. I'm chopping up a red onion and a tomato. I'm all about a savory pancake. I feel like most of the time the default is they're sweet, but give me ham and cheese on a pancake any day over the maple syrup. And I'll chop up some more of my herbs to sprinkle on. Okay. I have my beautiful plate of toppings here. I always like to prep them before I actually cook the pancake so that it just makes things easier. Okay, I'm gonna get my skillet heating and then I'm also gonna add a little bit of olive oil and this will coat the bottom of the skillet and also a little bit of fat on the bottom of a pancake never hurt anyone. And now I'm gonna grab my batter and I'm going for about a third of a cup. Oh, that's a good sizzle. I'm just swirling the batter all around to get it evenly coated on the bottom of my skillet. It's looking beautiful. I wanna make sure that my pancake is nice and big so that it holds in all the toppings. Give it a little wiggle. See how it's not sticking? That's how I know that it's ready to be flipped. Now that it's flipped, I'm gonna get going on my toppings because I want the cheese to melt. So I'm gonna lay down a few slices of Swiss cheese. And then I'll also add some ham and some nice bright tomatoes. Bernie might not be able to eat these yet, but she's gonna love looking at them because the colors are so bright. Okay, a few red onions. 
Okay, now I'm gonna finish this with a sprinkle of herbs. Pretty. Oh, and I'm also gonna add just a little hot sauce. Yum. And I'm gonna salt the tomato. Tomatoes love salt. Yum. Okay, I'm gonna grab some parchment so that I can wrap them up to bring them out to Nick. This is looking great. Now, I'm gonna fold this up like a letter. Look at that nice color on the bottom. Okay, and I'm gonna transfer this to the parchment paper. That's a pretty pancake. Now I'm just gonna make another one for Nick. I'm gonna wrap these up now for easy eating. I want the top to stick out so it looks cute. Oh my gosh, this is just like swaddling. I never knew that my swaddling skills with Bernie would come in handy when making pancakes. You wrap one side over and tuck it under its butt, wrap the bottom up, and then the left side will go over like so. Okay, these look amazing. I'm gonna go see if Nick and Bernie are ready for lunch. Hello. See, what is Bernie? How's it going? I made you a green pancake. Oh, wow. There's ham and cheese in it, because I know how much you love ham. I do. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nick is with Bernie for the day, so I'm getting some work done on recipes for my blog. I am making a hot dish, which is the ultimate comfort food. The hot dish I'm making today is my version of a funeral hot dish, which is often served after a funeral because it's just so comforting. A hot dish is a type of casserole that's basically a full meal in a dish. It has a meat, a starch, some vegetables. I'm using ground Italian sausage, macaroni noodles, and tomatoes, and the whole thing gets covered in cheese. It's delicious. Typically, a funeral hot dish would be made with ground beef, but I love using sausage because it packs so much flavor. Mm, this sausage smells amazing. I can smell the fennel seeds and there's some red pepper in it. It's so good. Typically hot dishes are baked, but this one is gonna be ready on the stove. As this finishes up browning, I'm gonna grab my macaroni noodles and chicken stock. I'm gonna be cooking the noodles directly into the sauce. First, I'm gonna add some tomatoes. And then I'm also adding some chicken stock, which is gonna infuse it with way more flavor. And it's also gonna thin out the sauce so that my noodles can cook. And chicken stock or vegetable stock will do. I'll pour this right in. Mm. And then about half a box of macaroni noodles. Any small noodle will work. You just want something that'll be nice on a big spoonful. I'll bring it to a boil, reduce to a simmer, and then cover it and let it cook until the noodles get tender. And as the noodles cook, they are gonna soak up all of the flavor of the chicken stock and the tomatoes and the sausage. And it's just gonna hold everything together. It's gonna be so good. I just get so happy thinking about the first time that Bernie is gonna try a hot dish. I love that she's gonna grow up with hot dishes because they're so comforting. I'll have them ready when she gets home from school, especially in the winter when we're all cozy inside. I know she's gonna love them. And what's unique about Funeral Hot Dish is that it's based with a tomato sauce. Most hot dishes are based with a cream soup. This is looking great. I'm gonna reduce it to a simmer and cover it, and then I'll let it cook for about 25 to 30 minutes so that the noodles can absorb all of that saucy goodness. Okay, I'm gonna check on the hot dish. Oh yeah, this looks beautiful. The noodles have plumped up. Okay, now every hot dish has to have a vegetable, so I'm gonna grab some peas. I'm also gonna add some cheese. 
frozen peas, totally fine to use because they'll thaw as soon as they hit the hot dish. I'm gonna dump these right in. Other vegetables will work like corn or green beans. I'm gonna stir this in and I'm gonna let these peas get heated through. I love the colors here. They're like the bright red tomatoes and the bright green peas. Now next I'm gonna season with some salt and pepper. I'll give this one last stir and then I'm gonna cover it with cheese and a little parsley because we're getting a tiny bit fancy. I'm using mozzarella because I always have mozzarella on hand. And I'm just sprinkling it on over the top and some Parmesan. Just a little bit of a salty snap. Yum. Any kind of melty cheese will do. And lastly, just a sprinkle of parsley. This is the hardest part. It's the only thing that requires chopping in this recipe. What's going on here? Look who it is! Hello! Hi, miss! Hello. <laughs> she wanted to see what mommy was up to. I am making funeral hot dish. Oh no, who passed? No one. I'm just making oh. it because it tastes good. Do you want a taste? Please. Mmm. Very good. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Okay. What do you think, Bernie? One day you'll have your first hot dish. <laughs> <laughs> Nick and Bernie are getting some father-daughter bonding time in, and so I am whipping up an easy dinner. My romaine salad with breadcrumbs and a simple dressing is gonna be the perfect match to our hot dish. The romaine adds such a nice, cool, refreshing crunch, and the breadcrumbs add great texture. So to get started, I'm gonna melt two tablespoons of butter in my skillet. Mm. Okay, I'm gonna add a cup of breadcrumbs and I'm just eyeballing this. And I'm gonna season with salt and pepper. And I'm just gonna stir these around and keep on stirring for about five minutes until they're golden brown. Any breadcrumbs will do. I prefer using panko breadcrumbs though because they're extra crunchy. One thing I love about this salad is that there is so much crunchiness going on. The romaine is crunchy, the breadcrumbs are crunchy. It is just crunch on crunch on crunch on crunch. These are looking great. They are golden brown and toasty, and I can smell that butter. I'm gonna take them away from the heat so that they don't overcook, and I'll just transfer them to my sheet pan here so that they could cool. And now I'll get going on my dressing. I'm gonna start with a big plop of Greek yogurt. I always keep Greek yogurt on hand because it is the best base for dressings. It's super creamy and rich, and I just add whatever seasonings I feel like, stir it up with a little olive oil or water to thin it out, and you never have to buy store-bought dressing. I'm gonna add a little zing with some Dijon mustard, a couple good splashes of Worcestershire sauce, which is such a unique flavor. There's a little bit of molasses in it. I love this in dressings. And some garlic. This is definitely the kind of salad that I could see Bernie making with me when she gets old enough to stand at the counter. She's gonna be the best sous chef. To add my garlic, I'm just gonna use a fine grater to grate it right in. And this just breaks it up really small so that it incorporates into the dressing. While I have the grater in my hand, I'm going to zest a lemon right into here. I'm gonna give my lemon a squeeze to release the juices. And then I'll chop it in half, and I'm gonna add the juice of half a lemon. Now I'm gonna thin it out with a little bit of water, and then I'll season with salt and pepper. And this dressing packs the flavor between the lemon zest and the zingy mustard and the Worcestershire sauce, which has a really unique flavor. It's gonna be really good. And I'm mixing to combine until it's smooth and creamy. Let me give it a taste. Mmm. It is so bright and creamy. 
This is gonna be so good on the salad. So I'm gonna set this aside and then I'll get going with my romaine. Romaine is awesome. It's like the blue jeans of leafy greens because everything goes with it. This salad could not be easier. I'll just break it up into bite-sized pieces. And this is definitely the kind of job that Bernie could do when she's old enough. Such good crunching sounds. I love how crisp this is. All right, now I'm gonna shave on some parm. And I like a lot of parm, so I'm going for about three quarters of a cup. And then I'm gonna keep this near so that I can add more parm over the top of my salad once I plate it. And I love these nice big curls, so I use a vegetable peeler. Parm adds such a nice, strong, salty flavor that goes great with the crisp romaine. All right, my breadcrumbs have cooled, and I'm gonna end most of them. I'm gonna save some for the top of my salad. And now I'm just gonna dress. And I'll use my tongs to toss it and get all of the romaine evenly coated in the dressing and the breadcrumbs. Mm -mm -mm. That dressing smells so good. And now I'm ready to plate. This one fell off, so I get to taste it. Mmm, it's very bright, crunchy, delicious. To finish, I'll top it with more parm and then the rest of my breadcrumbs. I could eat a bowl of this for dinner alone, but it is gonna be great with our hot dish. For a quick dessert, I am making my monster cookie dough. It's a cinch to make, there's no baking required. It's as easy as one, two, sprinkles. So the only cooking that's actually required in this is heating up the flour. So I've only microwaved it for about a minute and a half. I just wanna make sure it's safe to eat. There are no germs living inside of it. And I'm giving it a quick whisk to break up the clumps of flour now. Okay, I'm gonna set this aside to cool and I'm gonna grab my softened butter. I'm gonna add this to my mixer bowl. This is half a cup of butter. And now I'll add half a cup of white sugar and half a cup of brown sugar. Mm -hmm. This is gonna be so good. I craved cookie dough when I was pregnant, but I couldn't eat it because it had raw eggs. So I subbed out the eggs, I cooked the flour, and I came up with this edible dough recipe. Okay, now I'm adding half a cup of unsweetened peanut butter. I always like using unsweetened peanut butter so that I can control the sweetness amounts in here. If you only have sweetened, you can just add a little less sugar. And now a tablespoon of vanilla and a good pinch of salt to bring out all of these flavors. And now I'm gonna add two tablespoons of heavy cream. If you ever wanna convert any cookie dough recipe to an edible dough recipe, you just heat up the flour, eliminate the egg, and then you can make up for any lost moisture by adding heavy cream or milk or yogurt, just to bring the dough together. I'm gonna mix this up until it's fluffy, and it is already starting to smell so good. I love peanut butter smell. Now I'm gonna add my flour, which has cooled. And then I'm also gonna add a cup of oats. And I love the texture that the oats add. Okay, I'm gonna mix these to combine. And then every monster cookie has to have candy-coated chocolates. So I'm gonna dump a bunch of these in. Amazing. Nick is gonna freak out over this. Okay. It smells wonderful. Hope you're hungry. Did you have fun with Bernie today? Bernie and I had a great day. So this is that funeral hot dish you tasted earlier. Mm. How could I forget? It's like super cheesy and there's Italian sausage in it. Oh my gosh. Mm. It makes me so happy that Bernie's gonna grow up with hot dish. Yeah, yeah. what a lucky girl. <laughs> How's Bernie doing? Mm. 
She seems to be sleeping so soundly. She's so good. How do you like the salad? The salad is great. You know, for every bite of salad, you've sort of earned yourself three bites of hot dish. It's I like sort that of equation. Some new math. That's good. <laughs> okay, I made you something really good for dessert. Oh yeah? Yeah. I made monster cookie dough. Oh my gosh. Didn't even bake it. Is that what this is? <laughs> Amazing. This was like legitimately so easy and quick to make that I think we have time for a movie. Oh my gosh. Do you remember what those look like? Ha, huh. can I bring this with? Yeah. Oh good. <laughs>